This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So here's what we know. The Calgary Stampeders will wrap up the regular season on Sunday in Montreal. They are looking at for their 15th consecutive win, a 17-game undefeated streak. The Calgary Stampeders have been rolling along this season, 15-1-1 and on the season. It has been a season to remember here in Calgary. Boy, there have been some great storylines. And, you know, we can, we can talk about the upcoming CFL Awards, how the Calgary Stampeders should dominate the CFL Awards. Well, there, there's so many storylines, as I've mentioned about. And uh, uh, really looking forward to talking to our next guest tonight because uh, he is one of the uh, catalysts on the uh, the offensive line and Derek Dennis uh, joins us tonight on that offensive line uh DD how you doing tonight I'm doing good Jackie. thanks for having me hey uh, n- not a problem at all I was I was saying this with Bo Levi Mitchell earlier this week because he said yeah DD's been so good on the offensive line I said hold on we got too many DDs on the team here Devaris Daniels Derek <laughs> Dennis Dave Dickinson I get confused sometimes yeah, yeah, man. We get confused at practice sometimes. Everybody, everybody's just screaming out "DD," and then like three guys turn around and look. <laughs> That's too funny. Hey, before we get into uh, you know the Calgary Stampeders, I do have to ask you about your Twitter handle, okay? At at okay. six Bone Crusher three. Okay, what's what's the story behind your Twitter handle? All right, well, uh, Bone Crusher is like the nickname I kind of got in uh, high school. At first, it started off as kind of a just a moniker kids started calling me because I used to have this really big afro. And there used to be a, a hip-hop artist by the name of Bone Crusher. And he was like a big dude with a big afro. So the kids just kind of called me that. But, you know, once I started playing football, you know, I actually hurt a couple people, you know, broke a couple bones. So it kind of just stuck. And just, I just kind of ran with it. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because I, I went online today and I watched a little bit of the rap star uh, Bone Crusher. And, and, and you do look a little bit like him because you're big and you're strong, my friend. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. <laughs> that's that's kind of how it started for me, man. My prep school, you know, all the kids just called me Bone Crusher, and I kind of just, I just kind of took on took on the name and just tried to try to you know make it stick to me. Athletic wise, yeah, well, well, true enough, and uh, and and obviously, hey, that's a that's that's probably a better nickname than uh, than DD, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think Bone Crusher fits fits me uh, my personality a little a little better than DD. Well, you know, you do have a personality because uh, you dyed your hair red. How often do you dye your hair, my friend? <laughs> I mean, I've been doing the dyed thing. Uh, I actually did it the first time I did it was 2012 when I was in training camp with the Miami Dolphins. I was a hard knocks. And uh, I knew the the kind of the thing that vets like to do to rookies, they always like to mess their hair up. So I thought, like, all right, well, why don't I just dye my hair and, and do something funky to it before I get to train the kids so that they don't mess with me? <laughs> and they kind of liked it. So, you know, people liked it a lot, so I just kind of stuck with it. So here and there, like, I would just get funky haircuts and throw a little color in it. I actually got, like, an aunt. I got two aunts that are hairstylists, so they used to help me out. You know, my little sisters helped me out doing it. So it's kind of one of those things I just do it for football season. It kind of makes me stand out. As people know, like, you know, when they see me, they're like, oh, yeah, you're Derek Dennis. <laughs> you know what? That's fantastic because I asked Bo and Levi the, the same question. I said, because of the beard, you get recognized all the time and who he is. And and so you're telling me the same thing, Derek. You, wherever you go now, people, uh, you, you stand out. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, you don't see too many too many six four, six five guys with a, with a big uh, red mohawk. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is uh, that is. Do you have a hairdresser here in Calgary? Uh, I don't really have a hairdresser. I I, I went to a salon a few times to get it redone. Red is actually kind of a hard color to do when you dye it because it washes out pretty quick, you know. So 
you look at the inside of my helmets, they're all like bright red now. So, <laughs> uh, I'm, I got I to gotta get it touched up a little bit for the playoffs so I can have it looking a little fresh when, when we get to the West Final. Yeah, well, f- fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Derek Dennis, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock from your Calgary Stampeders on the offensive line. And uh, I guess the next question I'm going to go with here, because actually I'm going to let you listen in. Here's Bo Levi Mitchell talking to you about uh, talking to you on the offensive line earlier this week. Here's Bo Levi Mitchell on Derek Dennis. Uh, Bergman and uh, Didi have been rocks for me. Didi's even been, even been moving around a little bit too. Um, and he's a guy that can play multiple different positions. He's probably better at the position inside than he is outside is what right. he would say because he's what, what he's more comfortable at. And, and he's only given up, I think, four pressures at left tackle. And he says he's better at right guard. So <laughs> Only four pressures at left tackle? That's all you've given up this year? I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't really count. I don't really count. I, I like to mess with guys sometimes. You know, when they did the uh, the Great Wall of Calgary piece on TSN, it was like one of those things where, uh, you know, Derek Taylor was like, "Oh, he gave up five presses." And I was like, "Where did I give up five presses? I don't remember that." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like one of those things I was messing around. But I mean, it's it's, it's one of those things that I've been doing in my whole football career. I Man, I play multiple spots. And, you know, I move around. So you know, I've always when I was in the NFL, my time there, I played a lot of guard center. So. You know, I'm kind of comfortable in the interior. I haven't played tackle since college. So, I mean, for, for me to have the success that I'm having this year at tackle is just, I mean, it's, it's just amazing, man. I really didn't expect to have such a good year. I'm just trying to, you know, do my part. You know, I told Bo beginning to sit before in the offseason, I told the Bo a lot. I should tell him, like, listen, well, make sure you throw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns this year, man. So I'm working my butt off for you. So just make sure, you know, you're doing the same for me. <laughs> so so would you rather play tackle or would you rather be guard in your best-case scenario, Derek? I mean, uh, for me, I always, I always liked guard just because I felt like that's where all the action was. That's where a lot of the banging is. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's true. It's true up here. I mean, the yard of the ball makes it a little, it makes the collisions a little more violent than, than it does like down in the States where everything's right in front of you. But I mean, I just love to be where all the, all the action is, man. I'm, I'm a physical guy. I love banging. I love for guys to try to, you know, think they can run me over because that's what I'm trying to do every play. So, I mean, that's why I kind of said I like guard, but tackle is just, it's more of a finesse game. More patient, you know. It just it just shows, you know. Tackle gives me a chance to show how good of an athlete I am, you know. And then most people look at me, they see the size, and they think you don't expect the guy who's three fifty, you know, six four, three fifty, to move the way I do. So mm-hmm. I just try to, you know, use the different spots that I play in to just showcase, you know, the abilities that I have. It is amazing when I think about what happened with the offensive line this year. Eleven different starters, and you know, yet you have the leading rusher in the Canadian Football League in Jerome Messam. You also have given up the least number of sacks in the Canadian Football League this season. That just doesn't happen when you've had the turnover on the offensive line. It's a testament to, I think, uh, Pat Delmonico, your coach, and everybody uh, playing beside you. Well, well I, Pat's probably one of the best offensive line coaches I've ever played for. He's, he's super intelligent when it comes to the game of football. He knows offensive line play well because, you know, he played it himself back in college. So it helps that you got a, a coach that knows, you know, the nuances of playing a position and what it's like. And he's not one of those coaches where it's kind of like, you know, it's my way or the highway. He caters to his players. You know, he tries to let you play to your strengths. And he just, you know, he puts you in positions to help to execute. And then just the mentality that we have with the guys in our room, you know, everybody's just, they're smart, they're physical. And, you know, we, we have a great camaraderie in our in our room, man. It doesn't matter what five guys is on the field or what combination the guys is on the field. We all have so much fun together with each other that it, it works for us because we we make sure we make sure everybody's comfortable, everybody's ready to play because you never know what can happen, man. The last two years, injuries in the offensive line has, has kind of put us in a mindset to always have anybody be prepared to go anywhere at any time. Mm-hmm. 
Have you ever been on a team like this before, 15-1-1 through the regular season, whether it's high school, uh, you know, college, uh, you know. Uh, in the NFL, you were more of a practice roster player. Uh, I, I don't know. This is something special is happening here, Derek. Oh, no, it's very special. I actually, um, I've had some a little bit of success like this in the past in high school. Okay. You know, I won uh, I won two state championships playing high school basketball because that was what I grew up playing. I, I really didn't start playing football until my senior year of high school. So uh, my basketball team, I went to the same high school as Elm Brand, Peak Still High. You know, we won uh, two state championships. My uh, my my last year there, we went twenty eight and one, we won a state title, won a federation title. So wow. that was the last time I've had any type of success to this magnitude that I'm having. But to have this type of success on a pro level is just it's amazing, man. It doesn't come by too often. It's very hard, but you know, our mindset is just trying to you know we're taking it one week at a time. We don't want to, you know, get too head of, far ahead of ourselves. We we'll let everybody else do the talking for us. We just focus on playing football. How big were you in high school? Were you like Charles Barkley big? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was kind of like my, my, my thing, the round mound, the rebound. I, I kind of just, uh, well, like I said, I had the big afro, so a lot of people used to reference me to like Ben Wallace, but I had a little more better skill set offensively. So, I mean, I used to try to do a whole bunch of stuff, man. My coach would get mad at me sometimes because I would grab rebounds coming out court and just chuck up threes just so I could show them that I could do it. But it worked, man. It was the same thing. You know, it was a group of guys I grew up with. We grew up playing basketball together our whole lives. So it was kind of like when we got to high school, it was just kind of like another day at the park for us. And we kind of just, we blew out every team we played by like 20 or more points. We only lost one game and we lost to like a team that was like ranked in the top 25 and it was like 30 and 0. We lost to them by maybe like 10 points. Everybody else, we just kind of, it was just like a buzzsaw. We just ran through everything. <laughs> now, now, obviously, you wanted to play basketball at a pretty high level. Well, why did you get into football then later on in your career? Uh, I mean, I got into football because kind of that's what everybody was pushing me towards, especially like my dad was the first one to put the idea in my head. You know, was trying to, you know, coach me into playing football. And in my mind, you know, growing up in New York, we don't have a lot of football fields, not a lot of football programs. Like, football's not really a big sport. So, for me, you know, basketball was life, man. I grew up playing on AAU. You know, I traveled basketball. So, all my friends was going to big houses to play D1 ball. And that's kind of what my dream was. You know, I wasn't really thinking much about football. It was just the fact that, you know, I was just a big body who could move, who could, you know, they used to call me the dancing bear in high school sometimes. So. <laughs> the dancing bear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because my mom was a dancer. So growing up, like, she used to make me do, like, ballet and, and jazz and, like, you know, like, traditional dance. Like, go to dance school and dance with her and my sisters. And, you know, she would have me in the basement doing all that type of stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of probably where I get my light feet from being such a big guy because I used to dance a lot when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is uh, too funny. Yeah. So it was just, it's just like... um. I mean, I, I had offers to play D1 basketball, but it was kind of one of those things where, like, my uh, the last high school football coach I played for, um, Dave Karate and my prep school, Trinity Pauling, he kind of was like, listen, you know, I've had guys like you come through here who are big guys, who are athletic, who think they're, you know, going to be a star in another sport, and, you know, football seems like that's the way for you to go. So I kind of just listened to, you know, what people were telling me, and I just decided to go to college and play football. Good for you. You never know who might call into Sports Talk with Jock. We got Bo on the phone here. I, I don't know if this is that Bo. That's what my producer says. It might be that Bo. Bo, you're on the air with Derek Dennis. How are you, Bo? Hey, man, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think we know which Bo this is. Man, I got, I got two questions for, uh, for your guest tonight. Okay, go ahead, Bo. All right. First question, if you're still in the basketball, why are you a New York Knicks fan? Uh, because I'm a New Yorker, and, you know, I ride for my squad, man. Last night was a little rough. We had a good first half, though. 
I think our bench is a little weak, but <laughs> I mean, I'm still looking forward to a good season. All right. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, before before Bo asks the next question, Derek, let me ask you this, because Bo said every time he has a no-sack game, uh, he takes the, the line out for uh, for dinner. Now, is, is Bo generous when he takes the line out for dinner? No, I, I give that to Bo. He is very <laughs> generous. He, he, he takes us out for, for, like, wings every Monday, and he kind of just lets us order whatever we want. You know, we sit there for, like, an hour, chat it up. Have fun, man, and you know he, he doesn't he doesn't fret about the bill, man. So I, I appreciate him for that. <laughs> Bo, did you have another question for Derek? Well, now he was nice, so it's hard to ask my second question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bo, you have a great night. Okay, have a good time hey, in man. Montreal. Appreciate it, man. All right. Uh, that, of course, is uh, Bo Levi Mitchell, your quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders. We're on the air with Derek Dennis. Derek Dennis, the offensive lineman for the Calgary Stampeders. Now, you went to a college at Temple. There was a pretty yes. famous quarterback that went to Temple as well by the name of Henry Burris. Now, he, he's older than you, Derek, but was oh, yeah. the... Hank, was Hank, the... Hank, Hank, Hank got some years on me. <laughs> was there the legend of Hank at Temple when you went there? Oh, definitely, man. They talked about Hank all the time when I was there. I mean, you look at the record books, you know, they had pictures of him hanging up all the time. They talked about Hank all the time, man. I mean, we, we, we followed him while he was, you know, doing his thing here in the CFL. So I knew who Hank was before I even got a chance to play in Canada. So they talked about him a lot. And uh, so, I mean, he's, he's a legend. He's probably he's probably the greatest quarterback to ever play at Temple. I mean, he's probably he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the CFL. So, I mean, that's just a testament to the type of guy he is, the type of player he is, and just, just how well he performs. He's a Hall of Famer in the Canadian Football League, no doubt about it. So is uh, Bo Levi-Mitchell, going to be a Hall of Famer as well. Uh, Derek Dennis, special guest here on Sports Talk with John. You, you got a you broadcast journalism degree in, at Temple, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Are you going to take advantage of that down the road? Uh, that was the plan. The plan was to, you know, I kind of I fell in love with it growing up because uh, it was like, you know, I, I watched a lot of sports, man. Sports was always my thing, man. I, I kind of was like a sports almanac growing up, man. I knew I knew a lot of the players' names a lot, and mostly most of the sports, man, specifically basketball. I mean, I knew football players. I knew hockey players. I knew baseball players. You know, I was grew up, I was a big Yankees fan, big Rangers fan. So, uh I mean, I just kind of follow anything sports. And then as I got older and I would watch TV and I would see guys like Charles Barkley doing it, and, you know, I mean, I love Chuck. He's cool, but, you know, <laughs> he's like, I was just looking at TV and I'm like, man, if Charles Barkley could do this, I know I could do it. So it was kind of like one of those things where I just like just kept pursuing it, man. I was standing in the bathroom. My mom always told me I'd be in the bathroom with a, with a comb in my hand, acting like I was talking on the microphone. And it, it was just it was just one of, one of those dreams. Like That's probably like my biggest dream before playing professional sports. Uh, that's a, that's a that's a good dream, and you know what? You're going to be uh, playing in the Canadian Football League for a long, long time, Derek. So uh, you know what? You don't have to follow up that journalism degree just uh, just yet. But down <laughs> down the road, you know, I'll be retired in a couple of years, so you can have my job, okay? <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ask you quickly: fifteen one and one. Uh, this team is on the verge of CFL history. Sixteen one and one. It's been an unbelievable season. But as you know, it's it's all about winning that Western final and you know the Great Cup championship. Uh, what would it mean to you to be a champion here in Calgary? Uh, it, it would mean a lot, a lot, man. It'd be my first pro championship, man. My first championship I, I've ever won since high school. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. That's that was my goal. Beginning of the season was to help this team win the Great Cup, and everything else that comes with it is just is just gravy on, on top of the pool team. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So it's just uh, it's just one of those things where 
I'm just uh, I'm excited to be a part of a great team. It's a great locker room, great group of great group of guys. I mean, I don't think none of us expected to have such a year that we have him, yeah. but I know we we're going to have a good year because because just the type of players that we have and the type of organization we have and the fans in, in the city are amazing. Hey, when you make a food reference, it doesn't go over my head, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey uh, quickly on the montreal alouettes so what are you expecting this weekend uh i'm I'm expecting a stiff challenge man they 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 gave us a a big challenge the first game when we played them here mcmahon man i was probably one of the few teams that put multiple sacks on us so we're looking forward to playing a good a good defense man honestly montreal the record doesn't really show how good of a team they are that defense is, is stellar man they got a lot of good players on that defense from the d-line on to the linebackers in the secondary so we're looking for a stiff challenge try to prove ourselves put a better output than we did here in mcmahon and just you know give give everybody that, that normal caliber stampede of football that they used to see keep your quarterback upright my friend uh, good luck in montreal this weekend and uh, i know stampede fans Fans are very jacked about the Western Final. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, Jock. You betcha. Derek Dennis of the Calgary Stampeders. That's a great conversation. You know, we, we didn't talk a lot of football. I love going behind the scenes talking about all those other things in the uh, world of sports. And isn't that kind of fun? Bo Levi Mitchell gave us a call as well. Hey, we're going to continue this football conversation on Sports Talk with Jock. Nick Lewis, he is a former Stampeder, now with the Montreal Alouettes, having a very, very good season. Nick Lewis is going to join us when we come back on Sports Talk with Jock. Go nowhere. Keep it locked on News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.